Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Well, you know, we started the week off with the strong cold front that brought snow and severe weather in the, uh, well, central U.S. Now, now we're dealing with it again for the end of the week. And what a pattern that's setting up next week. You're listening to the Weather Insider for Thursday, December 9th. Bernie Reno, Melissa Constanz are with me as well. Happy Thursday. Happy Thursday. I always like Thursdays. Thursday night football coming tonight. That's what you live for in fall. Yeah, that's the beginning. You know, when you have a Thursday night, you know, I never used to thought I'd like Thursday. I don't like when our Packers play Thursday night. <laughs> no, I don't like that. But I like knowing there's an NFL game on Thursday night, even though I, I end up not, not watching much of it because I go to bed early because my alarm brings at three. But just to know, you know what? We're, we're almost to the weekend. That's what it reminds me the of. The rejoice. We, we have to rejoice in that. Right. I always feel like Tuesdays are the hardest days of the week, which my Tuesday comes tomorrow. So, you know, there's, but right. it's everybody yeah. else's Friday. So I just kind of everybody else's Friday, energy, your Tuesday. You know? it's and my then Tuesday, you rejoice but... on Sunday. Uh, well, Monday. When you leave. Yeah. Monday. Yeah. Monday. Well, Monday. Yeah. All right. Let's talk about tomorrow. Um, we've got this. Uh, we got this upper low that's lifting. It's going to be a little negatively tilted. We'll get to the snow in a second. But I mean, once again, just like we had earlier in the week with a, with a strong boundary, there's a severe weather threat um, tomorrow. Unfortunately, it's going to be late. It's going to be late Friday, Friday night. I, I On my uh, Twitter account, I, I posted the low-level jet, Melissa. And what's, what's a little scary with this is that the low-level jet goes from, I don't know, 20, 30 knots to like 50, 60 knots from 7 p.m. Friday to 2 a.m., Saturday morning. So later Friday, Friday night, and it's going to be in that area that's prone to tornadoes, Southern Illinois, central and Western parts of Tennessee and down in the central Gulf coast states. There's going to be severe weather with this. There has to be, you can't have that much energy and that much warmth and not have severe weather. And it's always, when you talk about it coming overnight, that's always one of the most concerning times for meteorologists, because we're worried about the people. And if, Everyone else is reacting to getting those warnings as watches overnight and actually waking up from them, knowing uh, living in the central Gulf Coast states, as you put it, it's so annoying to have your phone doing every warning throughout the middle of the night, but so necessary in some situations. And this could be one of those situations. Yeah, And certainly this time of the year, it's always a problem because the sun sets so early. Mm -hmm. So, you know, and I'm talking about initiation probably after six, seven o'clock. I mean, it's going to be late and it's going to go deep into the night. So that's going to be a major problem with that northern side of the storm. You know, there's not a lot of cold air, but there's enough that, we, you know, we're going to get accumulating snow. Here we are in December, so it doesn't take a lot of cold air, but there's going to be a stripe of snow. Minneapolis is on the kind of on the northern edge of the heaviest, but there's a stripe of six to 12 inches of snow across parts of Iowa and, and up uh, up into the 
uh, up into the um, uh, central and northern Wisconsin, up in your old neck of the woods, and, mm. and also in the upper peninsula of Michigan, another storm uh, coming later tomorrow, tomorrow night. It's going to be interesting forecasting possibly, I think, in some spots as much as oh, did I hear foot? I mean, it's my Monday. Snow, you got to forgive me. You know, plain snow is always tricky. It gets blown around. It, yeah. And then, you know what? Someone's going to come in and it's always in, in, you know, you get these local amounts when you have six to 12, 13, 14, 15. It always seems to happen in Iowa. It always seems that you get these weird snow amounts in Iowa. And I bet you you're going to see that around in the northern part of the state. Someone ends up with 14, 15 inches of snow with this. But it's a pretty big storm. Rochester, uh, Minnesota. <laughs> yeah. The, yeah. And, you know, they're in a good spot. Well, yeah, they're right spot in the middle of it. Yeah, they're in the middle of it. Well, you you're know, just the, high enough on the bluffs there. You know, maybe you squeeze out a little more. Yeah. The other thing is Denver. This is not a good oh. track for Denver. The upper low is going too far north. But I can't believe they're not going to squeeze out one one hundredth of an inch. At well, DIA. they haven't thus far, so you never. It know. hasn't <laughs> happened that this far. That's you true. Could be eating your words on that one. I could be, but I can't believe they're not. You know, it's not the good track for them. But I, I got to believe behind this wave, there's a pressure rise. The wind goes northeast, and they get a coating. Coating. That's all I'm thinking. Coating. But that could be a trace. And well. It, you know, they get a coat and they need one one hundredth of an inch. And again, hard to do this. I'm just playing devil's odd. I know you here. are. I, I, think I know you possible, are. I, I just but... can't believe they won't get that out of the storm, Melissa. <laughs> I, I I would hope they do, because I, I do want to see them get a little bit of snow just to to satisfy that that. Yeah. One one hundredth of an inch or, or, or excuse me, tenth of an inch there. Yeah. Can't believe they're not going to get that anyway. The mountains are going to get plastered. And speaking of the mountains, you know, take a look and you get a chance. Everyone take a look at the current snow cover in the West. And if you can drag the image and save it on your desktop, on your computer. And then let's revisit that 10 days from now. So next Friday, we're going to take a look at the snow cover in the West. And it's going to look dramatically well, heck it's going to look dramatically different later today because the storm that's providing the severe weather and the snow in the plains is going to plaster the uh, well it's already snowing in the in in the sierra it's going to it's snowing it's going to snow hard in the wasatch the uintas the colorado rockies the san juan mountains southwestern colorado they're going to get thumped i mean it's going to look drastically different by the end of the day but you know we've got a couple of systems coming in um, Melissa, now I, I, I kind of looked at the longer range. It, it appears as though this pattern with northwesterly flow is going to continue in the California right in the and, and right in the Christmas week. Imagine Ooh, that. that for the far. next two weeks. Not that you're going to get storms every day, but every few days you get a storm. And I, I think, you know, we're talking several feet of snow in the mountains, even in the next week in some of the higher terrain here. Well, I think you've been talking about it, Bernie, but they typically start their stormy season, especially like uh, much of California, even into Southern California in November. And they haven't gotten nothing. It. Yeah. They nothing. haven't gotten it. So this is kind of the, the switch we've been waiting for uh, throughout some of the American Southwest. Yeah. And remember they got the big storm in October. Remember we got that heavy mm -hmm. rain in California. And, and well, you know, this, the stronger of the systems, there's two of them. One coming early week, one coming midweek. The first one's the strongest one, and that's going to actually start this weekend in the Northwest. You know, it's been thumping in the uh, in the Washington Cascade, Stevens Pass, 
uh, along Highway 2. That was closed down last night, early this morning. It's back open. They're going to end up with a foot of snow, uh, you know, over the last 48 hours. They're going to get hit over this week, and I think there's a nice another foot. And then slowly but surely, the moisture works its way down. This looks like a significant, the most significant system we've had in California since that October system. I mean, I think like San Francisco, Fresno, Sacramento, Los Angeles, one to three mm-hmm. inches of rain. Some spots will get, you know, three to six into the foothills and in into the mountains. Uh, uh, initially, it starts as rain. But I think this storm itself can can produce, you know, a, a few feet of snow, at least, if not more than that. And then you have the second system coming in Wednesday and Thursday. Then I think there's another storm coming next weekend. And by the time this all shakes out by the end of next week, you know, that area, you know, those mountains, I think there's several feet of additional snow, mostly up above 7,000 feet. I'm not sure how low it can get, but those ski resorts will be dancing in the streets because Mm -hmm. they're going to build their snowpack right in time for Christmas. And that's usually the biggest, busiest part of the year. Well, and I was looking at, Bernie, at AccuWeather, our long-term forecast for places like, for example, Mammoth Lakes, so Southern uh, Sierra Nevada's yeah. ski resort. They their, do outlook, well. their outlook for our long-term season wasn't that great, I think, given the La Nina pattern. Mm-hmm. But now um, this could hopefully jumpstart it. So maybe it's enough to hold them for at least a, a good chunk of a while should things revert back to maybe the the not so favorable conditions for yeah them. well that's what be? will eventually happen i yeah. don't think this pattern continues it's eventually going to jump back and you know what it's like it's like your water spigot outside it's on now but in california it'll be on it'll be on high blast and then it shuts off at a moment's notice and then you won't get a drop of rain or a flake of snow so they have to take advantage of this while they can you know what it is it's short-term pain for long-term mm-hmm. gain, the short-term pain, there's going to be flooding in California with this. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's any doubt about that. Monday into Tuesday, there's going to be major travel delays, but unfortunately this is the way the weather works in California. It's one extreme to the next, you know? Uh, so the way you end the drought, unfortunately is through floods. And unfortunately that's the way it works in California. And uh, you know, this system Monday into Tuesday is pretty potent. Uh, what I'm not sure is, is, is the strength of the storms that follow this. But this initial storm, it's going to pour in California and it's really going to thump into the mountains. We're going to see some incredible footage, I think, with this system, um, you know, up above seven, eight thousand feet early next week. And we've talked so much about atmospheric river. I haven't looked at it that much, but it kind of looks like it taps into that a bit, right? Little bit, little bit, little bit. You know, I, we had, I had a, in a conversation with forecasting because I personally don't think there is one, uh, but I, I can see an attempt at one in the Southern California as the trough dips, but this is coming from the Bering sea and coming from the North and West. So I don't think, you know, what happened, for example, like in, in Bellingham in in, in yeah, Washington, that was an atmospheric mm-hmm. river. You can follow it from Hawaii all the way up. Over? Oh yeah. It was this just one's coming from the North. I think it can tap into that though, for a brief period of time in the Southern California Tuesday, We'll see. But but, you know, the other thing, Melissa, when you when you bring all of this Pacific moisture into the West downstream, you have the opposite extreme. A ridge and nothing, nothing in heat. And next Wednesday, you know, as we talk about the long range, this storm comes into California 
like well, late Monday, Tuesday goes across the Inner Mountain West Wednesday. Out ahead of that storm, there's going to be what I call a blowtorch. It's like turning on a blowtorch to winds out of the south. Temperatures in the central plains, you watch that area Wednesday. They're going to be 30 to um, at least 20, if not 30 to 40. To Think about this. 30, 35 degrees above normal. Above normal in parts of the central plains next week. I will I mean, say. That's going to shatter some records. Oh, yes, completely. I will say that blowtorch can get overused in the meteorological world. You are not, though, overusing it in this case. This is, in my mind, the scenario, the blowtorch scenario, especially for places where I was living before the upper Midwest. We don't melt snow this time of year. We you don't. Will but we would, you will. Yes, you will. Northern Wisconsin and into upper Michigan, even Gosh, northern Minnesota, the icebox of the nation mm-hmm. could be melting snow. That's how warm this blowtorch, as, yes. as we call it, the is. The core of it seems in the central plain. So just to give some context mm-hmm. to that. So the normal high temperature in Des Moines next week, about 35. So I'm thinking we can easily, easily out of this be 25, 30 above normal. So that's going to put Des Moines into the 60s. I think Kansas City, your normal high is around 40. I think you can be in the 70s, 70s. Mm-hmm. Well, in the city, I mean, this is the kind of warmth you're going to get out ahead of this system next week, assuming you don't have clouds. But, I, you know, I think it's just, you know, in the central plains, you're really going to see tremendous warmth. So as we get into next week, it's a very dynamic pattern. There's not a lot of cold air. It's one thing you're not going to see a lot of cold air with this. And, and, and behind these storms in the central and east, you get a brief cool down. Temperatures go back to normal. Then it goes right back above normal. That's what we're going to see, at least for the next week to 10 days. But I was eyeing the longer range. Oh, boy, this is where I need my blinders. Yeah. Well, I, I am <laughs> thinking by the time we get into Christmas, the jet starts getting a little farther suppressed in the central U.S. You're not going to have a lot of cold air. But I am starting to think there's going to be bouts of snow right around Christmas week across the upper Midwest and parts of the Northeast, probably New England. But that's just eyeballing it. And I don't do a lot of long range forecasting, but just seeing what I'm seeing, the hints, I think that that's going to happen. Now, once you get like south of Interstate 80, forget it. But I I do think there's going to be the opportunities for white Christmases across the upper Midwest and New England. We'll yeah. see if that's right. But until then, the big story is the, the, the storms in the West. And I'm telling you, that blowtorch warmth in the central part of the United States, uh, you know, next Wednesday or so. I, I have, I, as you know, I have my in-laws visiting me um, for the weekend. They're from the Twin Cities, the southwest side. And they were enjoying the mild weather. Watching, yeah, I'm sure. Watching the other grandkids get snow back in, in the cities and everything. And now they're going to go back to snow. But then after that, my my, my father-in-law is going to be breaking out the shorts. He is. <laughs> He's right. Be there will be lots shorts. of shorts a week from now. There will be lots of shorts. Lots of shorts yes. by Wednesday. All right. So lots to talk about. Lots to go over. You want to make sure you download the AccuWeather app free download on your mobile device. Also, don't forget you have Wintercast. So if you live in like Salt Lake City, in Elko, Nevada, Flagstaff, check out your winter cast. Not only do you get the accurate the forecast, but you get the probability of getting a little more, a little less, and it gives you an idea about the range of possibilities. All right. Melissa and I are back with you on uh, on Friday, my Friday, Melissa's Tuesday. <laughs> Have a good night. 
Thank you for listening to today's edition of Weather Insider. For the latest in breaking weather news, be sure to follow Bernie Reno on Twitter at AccuRaino. And be sure to subscribe, rate, and review all of our podcasts on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. 